0: Welcome to Think Better, Live Better, the weekly live program brought to you by Caring Counseling and the support of faithful listeners. Clinical Counselor and ordained Pastor Robert Wilson, LMHC, invites you to call in during the coming hour with questions about emotional and mental health and the Christian Believer's worldview. You may call in during the program to 401-737-0700. 401-737-0700.
1: Good morning, folks. This is Robert Wilson. Think better, live better, and you will, if you do. And my wonderful co-host, Sandy Reitmeyer. Sandy? Yes,
2: good morning. <clears throat> Excuse me. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Pastor Robert. Good
1: morning. Good Dr. morning. Today, yes, huh? good morning. Yes. Have you noticed I call you my wonderful co-host? I you know. Noticed? I know. Yeah. Why, why, why is that? Yeah. So this is a message about authentic living because because I believe that. I believe that she is a wonderful co-host, folks. That's why I say it. I people who know me know I'm into authentic living. Do you do you think I live authentically? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so so, <laughs> so so yeah, so when I say something, I say things that I mean. My son knows that what I I I say, I mean. And people who know me know this. And why is this important? Because it is the only way To be healthy. We talk about integrity, right? And integrity is essentially what I believe, what I think, what I believe, I behave, right? So, and what I believe, I behave in public or in private. That is integrity. What I think, what I believe, and how I behave is all one they are congruent, Mm. not incongruent, right? So that is integrity. That is authentic living. And why do I say that? This is not, integrity is not just about um, being a good guy. It's also being a healthy guy. When you don't have it, you are divided. You are conflicted. So if I believe something and I don't be, and I behave in a way that's inconsistent to what I believe. So how I behave is inconsistent to how I believe I'm living with a contradiction. Yes. That's a divided self. Mm -hmm. That is a divided self folks. Really, it's very, very important that your behavior uh, is congruent with how you believe and how you also think it's very important. You cannot be, you cannot have joy with a divided self. Mm. You cannot. And I'm going to get into scripture to talk about this. And this is living authentically in order to live a healthy life you have to live authentically you can't live with contradictions you cannot when we say someone is phony, what we are actually saying that what however we see them behaving we do not believe that that is consistent with what they believe right we do not believe that that is consistent with what they believe right and we're going to get into scripture right now and i will elaborate on that so matthew 6 verse 1 beware of practicing your righteousness before men to be noticed by them otherwise you have no reward with your father who is in heaven What is jesus saying Beware of trying to look like a good guy before men. And here's the problem with that. Is that what you're really doing, clearly, clearly God sees everything. But here's the problem with that behavior. Is that the person clearly knows that God sees everything. You believe in God, you know, his attributes, Mm -hmm. right, is omnipresent, he's everywhere. So God sees everything. But the problem is you don't really care about what God sees. You care about what man sees. That's Mm -hmm. the problem. Yeah, that is the problem. So in essence, you're making man your God, man who doesn't see everything. If I behave this Mm -hmm. way. If I behave like a good guy in front of man, hey, you know, and clearly man doesn't see everything, so I can be a bad guy or whatever kind of guy, guy who is, I can have behavior that's inconsistent with... My, so, in other words, I have a public persona mm-hmm. and I have a private persona. Yeah,
2: that's because we're trying to impress. Right?
1: Exactly, exactly. And so it says, beware of practicing. And it says, practicing your righteousness. Practicing being a good guy before men, to be noticed by them. See what that is, to be noticed by them. And you're actually, essentially, what that means then is that people who are doing that, them being noticed by men is their reward. What can that do for you? Mm-hmm. Be noticed by them. Otherwise, you have no re, no reward with your Father who is in heaven. So people who live this kind of way, all you can expect to get, is to be noticed by men.
2: Yeah.
1: That's very, very short lived. What does that do?
2: It sure is.
1: You should not want that for yourself to be noticed by men and no rule by your father in heaven. And here is the thing that you're doing is essentially you are taking steps to behave this way in front of men. So this is very intentional behaviour mm-hmm. by people. Clearly, somebody has an intention to do something good, uh, um, regardless of who is there. He um, has an, in, uh, an intent to do something good. But this—this this is Jesus is referring to people who go out of their way to do this when there's a crowd. Yeah go out of their way to actually do this when there is a crowd so there was a man i'm gonna mention his name this was a long time ago when this man he uh, and back then that that was still a big thing but it was more rare back then but this guy gave a billion dollars away And he called this big press conference. I mean, (laughs) it was humongous, this press conference. And it was all about him. It was just all about him. And talk about practicing in front of men. Anyone could see that that's clearly what he was doing.
3: Right,
2: right. And, Pastor, in uh, verse 2, it says, So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets. You know, boop, 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 everybody. That's what that man was doing, right? Right,
1: right, right. Right, right, right. Sometimes she gets ahead of me, folks. I'm oh, going there, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, but yes, 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 that's exactly what that man was doing, calling attention to himself. So, when you give to the poor, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do. See, mm. hypocrites do. In the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be honored by men. Hey, look, look! This is the giving to the poor kind of line here. Put a spotlight on that. Light your candles, whatever. Give it all of this attention and put a spotlight. There was no lights then, but let's get some lanterns, some candles, whatever. Let's let's underscore. What we are doing, what it then becomes about, it becomes this outward act that people do. And getting back into our lives, folks, there are many people who are living that way in their lives, right? I mean, there are many people talk about living in a conflicted life, a divided self, Many, and I've heard these many of these stories of people being eulogized by people outside of their immediate family and people almost thinking, am I at the wrong funeral? Really? Am I at the wrong funeral? Because he didn't behave that way in the house. Wow, he behaved that way. Wow he always did this, he always did that, he always kept his cool under stress, and people are, what, this doesn't sound like the guy I knew, yeah, and wow, everybody likes him, everybody likes her, right, it's because now of this divided self, not living authentically, meaning what Jesus is talking about here is living in such a way where you don't have this divided self. You don't have this public and personal persona. People are very, very different at work than how they are in their social lives with family, church, whatever. It has to be one. And this is the whole idea of living inauthentically. It's a very unhealthy way to live. Here is why is because you lose yourself. you lose yourself. you lose your sense of self, you lose this uh this sense of identity because you are so willing to give up who you are to please other people. Mm. This is this is the problem. And you know what eventually happens? You don't know who you are. There's always going to be a dilemma. You don't know who you are. There's a saying. There is a saying, oh, having a midlife crisis. You know what happens a lot? And you can have a crisis, an existential crisis, at any time of your life. But a lot of people will say this midlife crisis, because you no one actually drives it. They'll say, hey, guess what? I kind of woke up, or I've been waking up, and I've been realizing that the life that I've been living wasn't really mine. I went to college because of my parents, I married the girl because of my parents, my aunts and uncles liked her, all my friends liked, blah, blah, blah. All of these kind of stuff. I do the profession now because uh, this person, that person said I'd be good at it. I had two point two kids because, uh, yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so, yeah, I live in this area because uh, of this. I've got this uh, uh, these uh, uh, friends now because my parents were friends with uh, their parents and blah blah blah. And people actually, hey, guess what? I have not really lived my own life. Really, I have I, I have just conformed to this preordained schema, this way of thinking, this, this way I've just slotted in. I have just done this rank and file thing. I've just lined up, okay, just been told to get in this line, and I've got in it, not knowing really, what I would be getting, just not, just being told you you stand in this line, not knowing what I would be getting at the end of this mm-hmm. line. And it becomes a midlife crisis.
2: Could it be sometimes like because you think that's what your parents expect?
1: Yeah, and that's, this is the thing. And exactly. And this is the whole idea of people pleasing, wanting to please your parents. So mm-hmm. they expect you to do this. They expect you to do that and one of the things that <clears throat> a person should not expect to do is oh do this to please your parents. Our kids are not here to please us. That shouldn't be what our kids are are here to do. We should be all about our kids developing their own sense of fulfilment. Mm. not actually saying, well, you need to do that, you need to do this, you need to marry the guy that I like or the girl that I like in order to make me happy. We shouldn't do that because now our kids are making these decisions for the wrong reasons.
2: So you said they should develop their own sense of
1: their own sense of self, their own sense of fulfillment, their own sense of who they are, and this is where they find joy. As I said, this midlife crisis, actually, it's a crash where people realize, hey, guess what? I've lost myself, and I have just made a bunch of these decisions, not because I found fulfillment or because I even wanted them but because of um, so many other people who made decisions you know after so there was uh, during nine eleven, there was um, a company who it was a bond trading company it was called Cantor Fitzgerald and I think Cantor Fitzgerald was the I recall lost the most amount of employees but um, but what What Lost the most amount of employees on that day. But what I recall afterwards with a lot of the stories is that people who survived, people who were not there, people went off and they made uh, so many different career decisions afterwards. One guy went and became a florist. From being a bond trader Mm -hmm. to a florist, right? And um, different. There was just so many different decisions. It caused people to think and say, "Have I? Wait, have I got into this profession maybe just because my parents? Hey, you need to get something that's going to make you rich. Yeah. And and so many people after that. As don't get me wrong, as they should did a lot of self-reflection and some deep soul-searching. I could have been that. It, it's it's kind of like, a, I don't know if, if, well, I'm sure people remember the uh, the station Nightclub Fire. Oh, yeah. You had a lot of stories of people after that, right? Yeah. Hey, wait a sec. Why am I here? I mean, there's nothing like missing a near-death experience to, to ask yourself that question. Yeah. But what I'm saying, folks, we should be asking ourselves this question before there's a near-death experience. The fact that we don't have this sense of emotional fulfillment inside of us, and many people have achieved affluence, great success, yet there's something missing, and is what they have not lived authentically. They have not, and it's only in that way can you find fulfillment. Mm -hmm. Paul said, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I said rejoice. Philippians 4, verse 4. He's in prison, not knowing what can happen to him. Why? Why did he find fulfillment? Because he is living authentically. Nothing more authentic than living for God, folks. And finding joy in God. Don't forget, he says, rejoice in the Lord always, not in circumstances, in the Lord. Folks, we are going to take a quick break. This is Robert Wilson, Sandy Reitmeyer. We'll be right
3: back. Hi, I'm Todd Nettleton, and this is the Voice of the Martyrs Radio. In one small nation in the Arabian Peninsula, new Christians are facing increased pressure after one of their leaders was deported for his faith. In this region, a significant portion of the Christian population is not only young in their faith, but also in age. Due to their youthfulness and limited experience with persecution, the community had settled into a sense of complacency and were surprised by the abrupt expulsion of their leader, Pray for the resilience of these growing followers of Christ in the small nations along the Arabian Gulf. Pray these young believers stand strong and undeterred by fear of those who threaten them. I will not let my brothers and sisters suffer in silence.
0: Nor will I let them serve alone. To join me in prayer for persecuted Christians, go to vomradio.net.
3: Chick-fil-A founder Truett Cathy said if you're breathing, you need encouragement. I'm Don Hawkins, glad to be back on Life Changing Radio with Encouragement Live, the only truly live call-in program in its time slot. We have great guests like Josh McDowell, Erwin Lutzer, and Greg and Aaron Smalley, and I love taking your phone calls. Join us Saturdays at 8.05 p.m. for Encouragement Live here on Life Changing Radio. And God says this... If you come to grips with what it meant for him to forgive you, out of the reservoir of God's forgiveness for you, you will find the forgiveness you need to forgive somebody else. If you try to do it in your own strength, you won't. Dr. David Jeremiah continues his series, Everything You Need, next time on Turning Point. Monday through Friday mornings at 10 on Life Changing Radio at 1590 AM or 92.7 FM.
2: Welcome back to Think Better, Live Better with your host, Pastor Robert Wilson, and myself, Sandy Reitmeyer. Uh, Many of you have been coming on every Saturday. Some of you may be new, so I'd like you to know that we are also on a Zoom meeting. Pastor Robert does a Zoom meeting on Mondays and Thursdays at 5 p.m., and all you have to do is download the Zoom app on your computer, your phone, whatever, and you can join us, and you can meet Pastor Robert you can see him you can uh it, the meeting opens up at the end and and we tell about what did we get from what we were just taught and how is it changing our lives so if you'd like to come on that we'd love for you to be there the ID number for the Zoom program is 8737493614 let me say that again 873749 three six one four and the password is Grace, G R A C E all Lowercase. Uh it's really uh you know, sometimes we have a lot of people, sometimes we may have a few people, but we're always getting um the teaching that God wants us to have for that that night, that Monday, or that Thursday. I also would like to say that um, this is a call-in radio program, so if you, when pastors are talking and teaching, if it's an experience that you've had or a comment or a question, please feel free to call in. We love when people call in. The number is 401-737-0700. Uh, someone will pick up the phone, and they'll put you on hold until they can put you through to us. So we're just um this is called Care In Ministries. That's what the ministry is, but this the show is called Think Better, Live Better. So we want you to call in, we want you to ask questions or give your experience or your thoughts, your comments. So please feel free to do that. We would love to have you do that. Also, Robert Wilson is uh available for counseling, uh and you can contact him at four zero one. 919 3239. Leave a message. Tell him what you need, what you're looking for, and he will get back with you. So, uh, right now, thank you, everyone. And um, Pastor Robert, let's get back to what we were discussing. And um, yeah, I wanted to ask you a question, Pastor Robert. Yes. You said that kids should develop their own sense of self mm. and fulfillment. Mm. How about when parents <laughs> you know the kids are grown and the and the parents turn around and their fulfillment is all about their kids? you know what i mean that that's not too healthy easy no either, no right?
1: no and and well, parents should send and that's so because they have grown up with a vacuum, and so now the kids fill that vacuum yeah, so what I'm talking about in terms of developing. Their own sense of fulfillment is I am talking about we should be trying to elicit from the kids their passions, their dreams, the things that God has got in us put inside of them. This is what we have to understand folks that Another scripture uh work out your own salvation with fear and trembling I think it's Philippians 2 verse 12 it's talking about working those things out of yourself that God has already worked in it's this mining this sense of 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 mining uh, or an image of mining where um we're bringing out what's already in there where oh. go yeah going into people go into those diamond mines right. in South Africa to bring diamonds out that are already in there, that have been in there for down in the ground for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're bringing out of our kids the passions, the desires, the things that they have. Why do kids, kids will try a sport, for example? Oh, I like this, or they'll learn some kind of subject in school. Oh, I like that. We find out. What their passions are, what their desires are, what their natural capabilities are, rather rather than trying to plant ours in them. This mm-hmm. is what a lot of people do. They try, A lot of parents do. They'll try to plant theirs in them. And if someone is, only finds fulfillment in their kids, then those kids have become idols. Right, And we find fulfillment in God. But what we have to understand is that part of our calling is all about God. God put that there. God put that call in there. Who was it who called Paul? Mm -hmm. Who was it who called me, called any of us who are in ministry? It's God. So that is there. But look, if you think about it in terms of finding that fulfillment, I was saying to my, uh, my son, there is no way, no way would I have ever have gone to seminary if God didn't put that desire there. Right, I mean, yeah, right, I didn't right. yeah, That was that's kind of silly. Yes. I mean, look, I was a trader. That's so far away from that. Right. Come on, there's no way would Paul, if God hadn't put that there, be writing this letter to the Philippians, rejoicing the Lord always. He was a Pharisee and he was killing Christians. Yeah. So that's what I mean. We have to find these things out. Otherwise we will live inauthentically. And a lot of people, who am I? Oh, so-and-so is doing that. Oh, that sounds good. Let me do it just because so-and-so is doing it. It's even, it's a form of fashion. There are many people who will buy into a certain fashion, whatever platforms, you know, flares, whatever it may be. And why is, hey, everybody's wearing them. Let me <laughs> get a pair. Yeah, that, this is how it works.
2: Yeah, we want to be a part yeah, of we it. Yeah, want to be
1: exactly, yeah. mm-hmm. exactly. And, and listen, folks, and this is not just kids. This is parents, people. Hey, what, what's your major? Oh, uh, uh, accounting. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. I'll get some of that, you know, and, and there are major life decisions that people make that are not based on the internal, but based on the external. And this is what Jesus is talking about here. He's talking about living in an inauthentic way that really doesn't lead to fulfillment for right. the person who's living it. you have to be true to yourself in right. order to be fulfilled mm-hmm. you have to be true to yourself and people who compromise themselves and i don't care what you compromise yourself for it could be all everything in the world the world itself you you are not going to have fulfillment and solomon talks about that when he says all is vanity without god and in order to live this godly life you have to be authentic you have to be authentic to live a godly life Mm.
2: so pastor you know you said we need to develop in our kids their dreams passions desires um I don't remember the name of the movie, but I saw a movie one time where the mother, you know, wanted, the husband was the doctor, she was, they were very wealthy, and she wanted her children to be, you know, a doctor, a lawyer, or whatever, yeah. and in the end of the movie, it was like everything went, the husband got killed, she went to prison, the, and it was a true story. Um, she was people-pleasing the whole neighborhood mm-hmm. like it was what she wanted her kids to be to make her look mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so is that's a form of people-pleasing correct
1: exactly exactly so i'm going to give you the name of another movie now and i'm going to illustrate so the dead poet society with robin williams in fact, robin williams said it's the greatest movie ever made and in the dead poet society he's a teacher called mr keating it was made in 1989 And he is a teacher, and there's a kid in this movie, and his father wants him to be a doctor. But this kid, and Mr. Keaton, Robin Williams' character, is kind of like a form of a modern-day Socrates. So Socrates was someone who, he was executed, but he taught the, uh, the young people of Athens how to think for themselves. Their parents had him executed because they believe he was corrupting them no i want my kid to be a lawyer i want you're saying he shouldn't be a lawyer but socrates wasn't even saying that socrates was saying think it out why do you actually want to be a lawyer is it because of you so that was mr keaton robin williams's character in fact what he was saying is he was actually saying why are we reading this book we he didn't want these kids to just have this education in this, just this very, very robotic kind of way. Why are you learning this? He you to, he wanted him to think it out. And this one kid, he wanted to be an actor. And he was telling this kid to follow his dreams. the father said, no, you're going to be a doctor. And the kid ended up uh, committing suicide. Yeah. And brilliant, brilliant movie. But the point being is that this kid... Could not live with this compromise mm. he could not live with not being true to himself, and his father was essentially said, "Come on, this acting thing that's not a definite i've grown up poor. you have the opportunity and it was a private school and um, and this is an example of our putting something in to a kid rather and drawing it out and this kid he was doing he was in all of these drama plays at the school he would have been a great actor but the father would not go with it and the father would say well i'm paying for you to go to this school and, it, and because this kid was such a good kid and didn't want to displease his parents he uh, committed uh, suicide. It's wow. a brilliant, brilliant movie. The Dead Poets Society, mm. folks. That is a lesson, a lesson on not trying to make your kids something that they are not. And this kid, the amazing thing about this kid, anybody who want to have this kid as their son, he was so respectful to his parents. He wasn't the kind of kid that, well, I'm just gonna leave, and I'm gonna be an actor and he still wanted to listen to his but it was very sad, just very, very sad. everybody loved this kid, and actually Robin Williams got the blame for time to follow his his uh, dreams It's a brilliant movie. all the kids supported him, but any of our kids can see in can see themselves in that when they have a dream that they want to actually fulfill, we are to support that dream. I mean, there have been stories of of um, people being called to ministry and parents haven't liked it. Really, parents have not actually liked it. And various other things, we are to find out. What is authentic inside of our kids? And we have to find out what's authentic inside of us. To why are we doing this? I mean, the father in this movie did not care about him wanting to be a doctor or not. I mean, when you think about it, that is, I'm almost going to say, evil. Really, you don't want to do something, and then your father is really telling you to devote the rest of your life to doing this thing. Right. It's not like not wanting to go to a certain restaurant. Mm-hmm. And this is about a life choice. So that's so really, if that kid would have gone in that direction, regardless of his success, he never would have been fulfilled. Right. And, and living this inauthentic life probably would have gone further than, probably marrying the person he should not have married and so forth and so forth. We have got to be authentic. We have got to live authentically. And one of the things that where that starts right now as people is that you have to ask yourself, why am I making the choices that I make? Why? What drives me? Is it? Do I do this? Because it's, there are some people who will, for example, just buy the latest phone for the simple reason being it's the latest phone, even though the older version is fine. Really got to have the latest. There are some people who will live in a certain neighborhood because a lot of their friends or people at work or wherever live in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. There are some people who will be very, very different around people than what they are at home because they want to project this particular persona. I'm friendly, I'm the life and soul of the party, but they may be very much an introvert Mm -hmm. at home, but they put on this public persona because they feel if I am who I am at home, who I am in private, they won't like me. Mm. So I'm trying to be liked by people. So
2: when we're people-pleasing, we're not living this authentic life. Of course not. Of course not. So what about, like, I'll just say a woman, you know, going out with with a man and really not her cup of tea, but just not to be alone. Mm. She stays with him and then tries to keep pleasing him, maybe so he won't let her go. I Mm. don't know. Mm. that. That's part of it also. Oh, right? yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, because if she's if she keeps trying to please him, right, she is behaving in such a way. She's being coerced by him. She's behaving in such a way, just trying to actually please this person. So she's giving up some of herself, right, in order to please this person person she's lost some of herself so that relationship is going to however long that is going to last that woman is going to keep losing a piece of herself Mm -hmm. and it's ultimately going to lead to a lack of fulfillment so you actually thinking that this keeping this relationship is going to make me happy, gonna give me fulfillment, it's actually gonna take it away from you.
2: And especially I would think like if the if the man is not really treating her very well. Correct. You know, Cor- she's still yeah, trying yeah, to make yeah, it work out.
1: Exactly. And if someone is treating you uh um well, someone truly loves you, they're more interested in you becoming your authentic self that's a lot of work a lot of people get mentally exhausted being something that they're not because it's not your natural inclination you've got to put that on you have got to now be incredibly deliberate right rehearse it's almost like acting needing to be this particular persona in order to please people and that's a rejection of yourself Mm. you are rejecting of yourself i'm not good enough in who i am in order to please people i have to put on this different persona folks this is robert wilson sandy right my think better live better we'll be right back
3: has your heater or air conditioner busted appliance broken Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. 30 day money back guarantee. 800 867 6917. 800 867 6917. 800 867 6917. That's 800 867 6917.
2: This Sunday afternoon, make sure to tune in for old fashioned preaching hour with Pastor David Eagle for a message about salvation.
1: Contrary to popular beliefs, the goal of salvation isn't heaven, heaven is a reward, but heaven is not. The goal. We're not
3: simply living to get to heaven. We're living to honor God.
2: That's at 2 30 on Old Fashioned Preaching Hour. Then tune in at 3 for Alan Jackson Ministries, where Pastor Alan will tell us how we can have a godly perspective in the midst of a storm. All this and more this Sunday afternoon on Life Changing Radio WARV.
3: Coming up on Real Life Radio you got to put on the right glasses, and the right glasses is faith in God to do what He has said. And He's saying to you today, you have been brought to this kingdom now for such a time as this. God wants to use you. Father, use these precious people. Listen to Real Life Radio with Jack Hibbs, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. right here on Life Changing Radio, W-A-R-V.
2: Welcome back to Think Better, Live Better with your hosts, Pastor Robert Wilson and myself, Sandy Reitmeyer. You know, if you're being helped by this program, Think Better, Live Better, which is a part of Care in Ministries as a whole, you know, we would uh, have you prayerfully consider uh, sending a gift for Care in Ministries work. Your financial support helps us to share the gospel, share God's love, share God's truth with others, especially people who are seeking. They don't know who God is. They just have a lot of problems. They don't know a way out. But this program, Think Better, Live Better, the Care in Ministries, the Zoom meetings, um, it's a way for those that don't know God to find God and that their problems can be uh, taken care of in a way that we change, our thinking changes. So we're not so upset all the time, and we can wait upon, uh, you know, we can wait upon God. Now, if you are being helped, we would love for you to send in, um, you know, a gift of support. But please keep praying. That's the most important thing is to, to pray and then to send in support. And I'd like to say, and I'm so happy about this, that the new website Karen Ministries, all one word, not ministry, T-R-Y, it's T-R-I-E-S at the end, KarenMinistries.org. The webmaster now has a new uh, way that you can send in your support. You can either send it in with Zelle, and there's just a button to press. You can send it with PayPal. You can send it with any credit card or debit card that you have. It'll go right into the uh, account for um, Caring Ministries. There's also a way that you can make it be a one-time donation, or if you want to send $20, $25 a month, you can do it monthly. Um, And it's just going to be an easy way for you. Uh, You don't even have to remember, if you want to do it monthly, you can put $25 a month, press that, and it will automatically take care of it. So we just thank you for all of that. Also, Pastor Robert is available to be preaching at your tur- church uh, if your pastor's out, he's sick, or he just wants someone new to be preaching. He also teaches Bible studies, workshops, conferences, so you can do all that if you would like him there. You can just uh, call Pastor Robert, leave it on uh, leave it on his phone the message, and he will call you back. And as I said, that is four zero one nine one nine. Three, two, three, nine, and on that uh, website you can get all of Pastor Robert's uh, podcast, his daily Instagram, and also um, the radio ministries on there. Now you can click on that you can see here uh, the different radio ministries, and we also have um, a we- uh, whatsapp now, so that is Robert Wilson, Karen Ministries, just go to whatsapp. And there's a lot of information on there, all kinds of links that will help you uh, to, you know, to think better. So thank you very much for your time and for letting me be able to share all of this with you, because we want to see a change in your life. So we love you. Pastor Robert, let's get back to uh, the topic. So... The, when we're people pleasing, I was asking you this uh, during the break. So, with people pleasing, it's that rejection of self that I'm not good enough. That's kind of like the bottom line, right? We correct. please them correct. to get what we think we want.
1: Correct, correct. And if you, if you think about, about this, it's really about people who are not getting deep enough into themselves to see the value that they have within themselves so they don't mind very deep this is what it says work out your own salvation with fear and trembling and it's not talking of course it's not talking about justification nobody can do that you can't you can't die for yourself christ died for you but it's actually talking about now you're saved it's working out that part of your salvation. It's three parts of salvation. But it's talking about working out this uh, this transformation part of your salvation. Becoming more like the Lord Jesus Christ. And in order to do that, you have to dig into yourself. But, you know, if I am looking for some kind of treasure, I'm not just going to be digging in places by chance. if mm-hmm, I, right. I, It's only unless I am sure it's there. If I don't believe that there's anything good that God has now put inside of me, which he has after salvation, he has, if I don't believe that, though, no, I'm still going to be looking outside of me. Mm, right? Right, yeah. right? I'm still going to be looking outside of me. I'm still going to be looking... At others, I'm still going to be. Well, I'm not like that person, I'm not like this person, I'm not like that person, right? I'm still going to be looking at others, still going to be looking at others in order because now I don't believe that there's anything good inside of me. So, why now would I want to be myself? I don't like myself, so I can't expect other people to like me. So now I need to become something other than myself.
2: I see. Mm. It, it can be very difficult, can it, to, it, <laughs> to it, live it, this life when we're all messed yeah, up in our thinking?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But in, internally, we justify that to ourselves. I mean, look at some of the stories we hear on. The news we're saying, how could that happen? But there's a way that seems right to a man. There's a way for you to justify Mm -hmm. anything, really, Mm -hmm. anything. And this is what we have to remember. Most people would not say, "Well, I reject myself," because that kind of a of a transaction is. Well, it's not a transaction. Anyway, it's a process. And it's a very, very subtle process, right? There's many people who uh, will say that they love themselves, but if you see the way that they live their lives, many of their choices are responsible for their bad health, right? I mean, come on. Most bad health is not somebody came along and made your health bad no right it's a process correct and it's the same way with this whole rejection of one's identity and who they are that is also a process and something like that it'll just started with a simple bullying or name calling thing at school or just as you spoke about when your younger sister came yeah. and you start seeing having I mean, that that's a that's that's something that's very subtle right where someone would almost say well that's not traumatic but it doesn't need to be all it needs to be is an erroneous interpretation that causes you to i am not that valuable and then that process just starts Right, it stops.
2: And we had a couple of weeks ago. We had someone that called in and said that uh, when they were younger, their family, their extended family, had a lot of money, and but then they lost it all. Mm. And that this person that called in was like um, is always trying to make money, Mm -hmm. trying to make money. And Mm -hmm. you mentioned that that was a part of that because he saw what they had Mm. and everything. So you just said now that uh, we we and i you've said this before we can't love ourselves if we're hurting ourselves mm, right mm. so if a person says they love themselves this is just an example for, but i'm eating and i'm 100 pounds overweight mm. i'm over i'm i'm killing myself um mm, mm. you know but then there's also like i know someone right now that is making choices that is going to get them <laughs> Picked up by the cops. Mm. Let's say this. So you're driving a car. You don't have a license. You've been picked up three times, right? Mm. Now, a year later, you're driving again without a license. That's not... There's erroneous thinking up there.
1: Right. So clearly, that's a person who really doesn't love themselves because you're risking your liberty, right? That doesn't love themselves. The person with the food, they're somewhat trapped right? I mean, they feel bad that they're doing that with the food, but the food releases dopamine in the brain, which is the feel good, right? Neurotransmitter, which makes them feel good. So it's it's kind of uh, a game of ping pong, mm-hmm. the ping pong all over the place, right? In that, I don't feel good that I'm doing this, but in doing this, this kind of makes me feel good. It's kind of like drugs. Mm-hmm. Don't feel good that this is wrecking my life and all of that. But in doing this, it makes me feel good. What one has to do to actually break out of that. And this is what I say about this feelings is you have to actually say, I deserve a lot more than just to feel good. I deserve to be good. Right, I deserve to actually be good, and and with that statement, I always say you don't feel your way into good behavior; you behave your way into good feelings. Mm-hmm. Right, so right. I deserve to be good. I deserve to behave good, and also I deserve better than um, doing, engaging in this behavior that ultimately is not going to lead me to a good place. I deserve to be engaged in behavior that is ultimately going to lead me to a good place. Right,
2: right. So this, uh, you know, the topic was living authentically, but there's so much in it. Mm. There's so much in it. Mm. And people, well, I'm going to say for me, I couldn't figure out this stuff for myself. I would Mm. need someone, a Mm. counselor, Mm. that could let me see Mm. what the heck I'm doing.
1: Mm. 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 Right, because... Once again, you can't step outside of yourself. You can't. You cannot. I mean, you you have justified your behavior in some kind of way. And many people will actually get angry when you try and change this behavior. Why is that? Oh, are you telling me then all this that I am some kind of I know silly person that I didn't know this that I've been living erroneously all of this time wasting my life that is a shock initially if you think about it you know typically people want to hold on to this way even when it comes to um changing changing one's mind they say that it takes at least 15 contacts to change your mind, even changing your mind to something that you know can save you money. You, we typically have a desire to hold on to the way that we think. He talked about the whole right. idea of cognitive bias. And so we want to hold on to it. We are immersed in it. So it will be very difficult for you to see that yourself It has to be pointed out to you.
2: Yes. Wow. Wow, we can learn a lot. I hope everybody keeps coming back. I know they will on Saturdays, you know, and I hope they come on the Monday and Thursday, Pastor. Mm. There's so much that we're learning through what God has put into that brain of yours Mm. and your heart, Mm. you know. So Mm. I thank God for that, Pastor. I thank God for that.
1: Yes. So, folks, listen, listen. We are here because we want to help. We want to help people get better. All someone has to do is take a, uh, a flick through some of these new stories. And we realize we are living in a dark world. We are also being influenced by some. I'm, I'm not talking about really extreme Bad decisions that we're making, but subtle decisions that we are making that are bad in a subtle way get us to a really, really bad place. Many people who are suffering with health problems, financial problems, relationship problems, they did not make extreme they made these subtle decisions seemingly okay, thinking that they were cautious, but they were still wrong and they still ended up in a bad place. And so it's important that we understand this, folks, and make better decisions. Think better in order to live better. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll be back next week. Have a great weekend. See you. Bye-bye.
3: Thank
0: you for listening to Think Better, Live Better. The live call-in program brought to you by Caring Counseling and the support of faithful listeners. Robert Wilson offers Christian counseling to adults and children. Address the negative thinking patterns that affect every area of life, from relationships and health to life coping skills and emotional well-being. Learn how to align thinking with scripture and find your identity and purpose in Christ. Visit CaringCounseling.com Or call 401-919-3239 to learn more or schedule an appointment. Think Better, Live Better is sponsored by Care and Counseling, LLC, and the generous support of listeners. Join us for Think Better, Live Better each Saturday morning at 11 a.m. right here on WARV.